Listen to this show. I get I, I got a whole bunch of DMs the last couple weeks. Do not DM me. One thing, one thing that you're not gonna do. Do not ask me to talk about Devon Franklin and, and Megan Good and their pending divorce. I don't care about that. And I'm not gonna talk about that. That's not the type of stuff that that, that I do. You got the wrong show. You got the wrong radio host. This is not a gossip show. This is not Breakfast Club. I don't care what people are doing in their personal life. There, there are two fundamentals. And it's very annoying because I get so many questions in DM asking about this specific topic. And I and I have the same religious affiliations that they do. So so there's some personal stuff to that. Two fundamentals about this show, especially if you're new to the show, if you're listening on Urban One. And shout out to everybody listening on on WVOL in Nashville. But two fundamentals about this show. Number one, I don't care about the next man's paper stack. I don't care where people are making their money, how they're getting their money, how they're spending their money. I don't care if people are spending their money on Bugattis and Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis. I don't care how many houses someone has. I don't care if, if somebody wants to put $10 $10 million of a jewelry on or, or buy a Richard Mill, Mill watch. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong because I don't, I don't have that type of money. I don't even have enough money to talk about one of those watches. I think those watches are like 500 k a pop. If someone like Floyd Mayweather, if he can, if he can afford to, to wear a $5 million watch, uh, Hove, I know Hove had, he was stunting in some, some rare Tiffany's watch. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about anybody else's paper stack but Lance Day's. I mind my business. It's none of my business. So I don't care what you do with your money. The second fundamental and even more important fundamental, I don't care who a man or woman, I don't care who you're sleeping with. I don't care who you're having sex with, who you're dating. I don't care. I don't care if people have open marriage like Will and Jada. I don't care about that. I don't care if some people are sexually promiscuous if people are in Hollywood and they're hitting the casting couch, I don't care, man. As long as it's legal and nobody's doing something that they're forced to do and it doesn't involve minors and children. Other than that, I don't care. So fundamental one, I don't care about your paper stack. Fundamental two, I don't care about who you're having sex with. So I got a lot of DMs. People ask me about that specific situation. I, you know, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't. People, I got a lot of texts like, oh, we're going to talk about Maybe John and April will talk about it because they're they're professional marriage counselors. They they talk about divorce. They talk about situations that that rot marriages from the inside out. I'm not married. I know that most marriages last about seven or eight years. I think that's what theirs lasted. But the why, who's doing what, I don't, I don't care about that. And you shouldn't care about that. You should be focused 
on getting your credit score up from 530 to 700 so you can buy a house. Credit score up, the other number you should be focused on getting your cholesterol down so that you can have a successful quality of life and not be getting a double bypass surgery. Like that's, you should be worried about yourself. Worry about your own kids. I know people that gossip. They're talking so much smack about other people, worried about what's going on in Hollywood, following all of that. Yo, your kids like eating lead, lead paint chips, man. Your kids five and, 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 and can't speak yet because they're eating lead paint chips. You need to worry about your own family, your own household. People's, people's families be a train wreck. They talking about somebody else like, yo, your uncle literally is at Thanksgiving Turkey and stuffing in one hand, and he's got the Tony Montana Yayo line on the Thanksgiving table in the other hand. You don't need to be talking about anybody. So I'm done with that. On to a topic that I wanted to talk about. Now, I really, I really speak on, on movies. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll go see a movie. I'll go see a movie that, that really, truly gets in my mind and, 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 I love movies that have a lot of symbolism in them and it's not just as deep as the plot, but, but it's kind of allegorical. If that's a word, it's an allegory and it symbolizes something much deeper than the plot itself, than the characters themselves, than the, than the cinematography itself. And I don't talk about movies a whole lot on the show, but I am going to talk about this. I got a chance to see nightmare alley. And Nightmare Alley was one of the more entertaining movies that I've seen in a long time. Now, I know that because COVID, haven't seen a lot of movies, haven't been going to the movies, decided to go to the movies. Decided to actually go out and, and stand in line and hit the popcorn and the raisinets and nachos and all of that stuff. But Nightmare Alley, which, is, which stars Bradley Cooper, is, is a remake of a film from 1947 based off a novel in 1946. Basically, the concept of it, and this is a spoiler alert, so if you, if you haven't seen it, you probably want to turn, turn it out, though. And I won't spoil the movie, but basically, Bradley Cooper is, is playing this person in, in, in 1940s, I think 1941, in Buffalo. So shout out to West Side Gun and then Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher. In fact, I'm surprised I was waiting for a West Side Gun cameo. If I was a movie director, I'd always get a hip-hop person. I would have dressed West Side Gun up like people from the 1940s, but he still have the gold teeth, so you, so you know it was him. So kind of West Side Gun would be a time traveler in, in the Lance Day version of, of, of some of these movies. But they're in Buffalo, and he's basically a carny. Now, carnival's popular even when i was a kid carnivals were popular go from town to town and you always have these freak shows you have the the bearded lady you have um people who are or dwarfs is that can i say dwarf i know that the m word is not something that you can say but small people dwarfs you have the the lady that can swallow swords and you have the person that that's that's not impacted by electrical current then you have someone that's giant that's like seven feet 350 pounds and the, the world's strongest man, all of that stuff. So you have these people that do these, these palm readings and stuff in there and they're telling the future. And, and, you know, in my opinion, they're all a bunch of cons. Now I don't, I don't want to get deep into some of that. If you're not a con then then you're, then you're tapping into a force that, that I definitely do not want to tap into, but he's a con man and he's kind of like John Edwards. 
He's 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 doing he learns how to do these John Edwards type of seances where where it's really tells and it's a con and there's someone in the crowd that has tells that are doing research on the people that come in and, and they're saying, Oh yeah, you know, your wife Mary passed away a couple of years ago. And the movie is about that. And so this con becomes this great national act and 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 Bradley Cooper starts off at the bottom and he goes all the way into this huge con and becomes very wealthy and and gets involved with some very powerful people he's trying to con. Of course, along the way, there's a lot of booze, there's a lot of drug abuse, alcohol abuse, there's a lot of cheating on on the missus and all of that stuff. But at the end, the con unravels and his greed is kind of the the undoing of the con. Like he he had a con, he basically was like the John Edwards of the 40s and was doing very well, but that wasn't good enough. He actually had to plug in with 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 mayors and governors and try to con them who had lost loved ones it ended up very badly for him and he descends into this madness of alcoholism and drug abuse and he ends up back at a carnival at the end of the movie right back where he started kind of at the at the bottom of the barrel addicted to drugs addicted to booze all of that stuff and it shows it's a full circle and there's so much symbolism in the movie it talks about how it just it just shows how greed takes us back there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a verse in the bible that talks about the dog returning to its vomit and greed causes us to return back to our own vomit he was so low to start got this con got this act got to the pinnacle was so greedy went back to the bottom and, and basically at the end he's disheveled and, and literally going to be what they would call a geek in, in carnival terms. It's like a man in the cage. that's biting off the heads of chickens. Like basically this wild, disgusting beast of a human. And he starts at that, at that area and he ends, and he ends there. And it's very, it's a very interesting movie. And what also made me think, man, I don't want to have a man crush on Bradley Cooper but yo, this dude, and I don't give this up easily. Yo, he might legitimately be one of the best minds in the industry of our time. Like Bradley Cooper could be like this generation's Pacino and De Niro. And I and I think I hadn't thought about that initially. I thought that this guy was like another version of The Rock. I thought he was like the white Boris Cujo. Like I thought he was just good looking. I thought he was eye candy for the ladies. But if you look at if you look at his catalog, his catalog is the truth. He was at Wedding Crashers. He was in The Hangover, which are funny movies. He was in Limitless, which was a fantastic movie. He was in American Hustle, which was fantastic. He was an American Sniper, which was really a fantastic movie. And he produced, he produced Joker. Like this guy, this guy's like a savant. Like this guy, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta put some respect on Bradley Cooper's name. I, I had never seen him. Really, I never really added up how 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 phenomenal his career has been. But Bradley Cooper's just a couple years older than me. Like I think he's like forty five or forty six. Man, if we got another twenty years of 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 Bradley Cooper. This guy is a great actor, man. Like he's is I thought I thought that he was the white Boris Cujo. He might be the white Denzel Washington. He's that good. 
Lance Day so. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. But at the same time, like I said, and me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn! James Lewis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flake. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph and, and the planet Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. 